0: Welcome in to another great edition of Board Check. Yep, we're back. Better late than never, right? Better late than never. Board Check is Impact Media's weekly dive. I promise you, at least to the end of the season. Weekly dive into the world of hockey. Now, it has been a while, been way too long. It has been a while since we've been able to come on and talk hockey with you guys, but it just brings me so much excitement and joy to talk about one of my favorite sports, and that's hockey. Of course, we're going to talk a little gladiators here in a minute um, and, and their situation, because some of you know some of the details, some of you don't. I will tell you what I know, because I don't know everything. Maybe you guys know more than I do. Uh, I'll actually start off with that. Obviously, we will get into Stanley Cup playoffs, which round two just began uh, as, as we started recording here. I will, I will uh, uh, give an update, if there is one, of uh, the games going on tonight. But what a fantastic playoff it has been of the eight opening round series, five of the eight went to seven games Now we'll get more of this in a minute. one was a sweep the other two went six games five of the eight series a couple of them went to overtime that's even crazier even crazier But as always, if you want to follow the show at BoardCheck on Twitter, at TheImpact99, will get me along with all the other uh, random musings. And uh, all the other show links as well are on there. Uh, At BoardCheck is directly to this show, though. Uh, You can also search for us on Facebook, Impact Media. BoardCheck has us on page. uh, Because... Years ago, it was actually, uh, when I split off from another sports show, I kind of took a step back, took a little bit of time off. When took a step back, uh, I didn't want to be direct competition for the show I I just stepped away from, which mostly did football. Hockey's my favorite sport. Hockey's one of my favorite sports. Pro wrestling and hockey, that's why you guys that are Impact Media fans, you guys see that my my two standalone shows. I uh, involve MMA Pro Wrestling, and then this one involves hockey. That's that's kind of the short story there, but uh, it started as a video show. Not uh, Going forward, we'll see what it does. We're working on some stuff, but it will at least be a podcast throughout the end of the playoffs. And uh, Like I said, you can find us all those ways. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us via email, if you still prefer email, at... Let's see, or no, we are 3inzone at gmail.com. That will get you to anything Impact Media. Uh, it's a We just had that account for so long. It's just been dedicated as the, the show account. But let's get into some Gladiators news, some Atlanta Gladiators, because we are, for people who are new to the show, first of all, welcome. Uh, whether you intended to find this show or not, we appreciate it. But we are located, uh, our show is based, Uh, Just outside the Atlanta metro area, so uh, our local team is the Atlanta Gladiators of the ECHL. They are currently the ECHL affiliate of the Ottawa Senators, and uh, there have been a lot of call-ups and downs. So, just, uh, it's a good time to be a GLADS fan. Now, the Gladiators... Had one of the most—I don't say—dominating. Had one of the most exciting, high-energy, just driven seasons since they made the Cup final uh, many, many years ago. Led by Derek ne- Nesbit and uh, the host of all of our other favorites, the Thrower Brothers. That's who my nephews. I really enjoyed just because they're brothers too. I didn't think about that, but our gladiators, our gladiators, are my team too. They made it. Uh, they they were the number two seed. They made it into the uh, playoffs. Guy, uh, they had bowed out in the first round. And uh, here's the weird thing: they they I don't think they played a home game. And and they were the higher seed. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, they're the higher seed. Why did they not get a home game? The arena they play in used to be known as the Infinite Energy Center, Gwinnett Center, that kind of thing. It was bought out or rebranded as the Gas South Arena when Gas South took over. They implemented some changes. Now, I am not going to jump on Gas South. They are not the evil villain of this story. They have a slightly different way of, of operating, and it works for them. Whether I like their changes or not, does not matter. And I do like some of their changes. I'll give them that. Once again, they didn't ask my opinion. And ask your opinion, and ask anybody's opinion. That's fine. When you own the business, you don't have to ask people's opinions. But... Gas South, once they took over the arena, Um, i got to give them this. They basically rent out space to the Gladiators, and based on previous year's performances, they determined that they didn't necessarily need to leave the arena open on days following the regular season. I'm not saying they didn't have faith they'd make the playoffs. They were just thinking, you know, if we get that far, then uh, we we can figure it out. Well, the problem is, is they made it that far, and they were not only they were not only really good. They were, like I said, the number two seed in the East. So when it comes time for home games, Gas South had already see I, This is where, I'm not telling you how to do business, but knowing the possibility of this could be there, and if you're going to book anything, I would book something that could either be rescheduled or worked around, and instead, they booked Disney on ice. Yeah, I understand. Disney money, you don't say no to it. I don't blame you at all as somebody who could potentially work for ESPN. In the future, I don't want to make this seem like it was a disparaging remark. It is not, uh, but Disney is a big dog, and when Disney books something, it's 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 in stone at that point. And good for Disney for getting the spot. Um, like I said, and I don't I don't want anything bad about Gas South because I, I they need to fill up an arena that they have the rights to. I get it. Because what if they didn't do this? What if they left this open and then the Gladiators just missed the playoffs and then they have an empty arena? Because they would lose money at that point. So that's basically what happened. We ended up having to play all of our games in Jacksonville, all the ones that we were able to play, you know, as far as in the series. And the Icemen eliminated the Gladiators. Okay. Well, now Gas South knows, and now the Gladiators know, because we all know they're building a brand-new sports complex that is is promised to house a uh, pretty decent-sized hockey uh, ice arena as part of this complex, and according to the write-up, it is going to house an ECHL team. What does this mean? This is what this means. Right now, big sack of squat. Nothing. Doesn't mean anything right now. For one, the arena is not built. When the arena is built, then, then we can start to speculate. But well, for now, gladiators and the arena, the gas out the arena and go now. Re-upped for a, uh, a one-year, uh, not sure if it's an extension, but a one-year agreement. Gladiators, for at least the next season, are going to be back in the arena. I have that on very good authority. Not just not just on my own speculation, not just on the fact that the arena's not built, not just on the uh, on the fact they signed a one-year agreement. No, nope. Talked to a uh, uh, somebody who works for the team, who assured me, that if the team were to be on the move, they could not be selling tickets right now. And they're selling ticket packages. In fact, you should check them out. The early birds are fantastic. You have let like June 2nd, I believe. Uh, pretty affordable, man. Especially if you get in early. Pretty good deals. Uh, call. Uh, I, I'm not going to pinpoint just the, the main person I deal with, but... Any of the people up there, they'll help you out. Great people. But so that's what's going on with the Gladiators. So as we look forward, as we look forward, we know for at least the upcoming season, Gwinnett is their home. After that, we just have to see how things play out. Because also, if they have another successful year like they did this year, you've got to think Gas South wants to keep around. Because if they lose the Gladiators for what 40 plus games right how many they play 30 35 games or something? I can't remember how many they play but you know for let's say 30 so that's 30 nights a year that they can guarantee people are going to pay money to come to the arena okay if uh, if you get rid of that then the only recurring thing that you have is the Swarm. Across team who do very well. They play, like, 15 home games, I believe. They play the 30 games total. They play about 15 or so, I think, 15 or 20. I could be off on these numbers, but they're pretty close. Uh, You kind of don't want to lose a a big tenant, especially a recurring one like that. So we'll see what happens. My guess is that they will strike a a bigger deal throughout this year, and we'll hear about a... uh, three- or four-year agreement, you know, mid-season. Something along those lines. Well, congratulations to the Gladiators. Congratulations to uh, you guys, the fans, who showed out. All the special promo nights were were um, a big success. The Teddy Bear Toss, Star Wars Night. Um, I know my nephews had never been to a game. I took them to a game, and they are now obsessed with hockey they uh, thought it was one of the best things ever. Like I said, big fans of the Thrower Brothers and uh, and Michael Pellick and Derek Nesbitt. They, uh, what, big Thrower Brothers fans. Um, looking forward to going some more games. So hopefully we'll see you guys out there. Let's get into the Stanley Cup playoffs because it, there is nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs. It is... WrestleMania, the Super Bowl, Game Seven of the World Series, the NBA Finals—it is all the important games rolled into practically every game. There's usually not one dud of a game, and this, by far, was no different. I'm going to start with the easy one. Uh, let's start. Let's start in the West. Number one seed, Colorado, took on Nashville, who was the second wild card. Nashville, who, I'll be honest, I didn't have pegged for the playoffs. Uh, They made a late charge. They showed everybody that they had actually rebounded. They had a terrible start. Um, Them and the Golden Knights kind of flipped because the Golden Knights kind of started off pretty good and then faded at the end. Nashville came alive. Maybe it's because they're fans up in Smashville. I, I still need to go up there to see a game. You guys invite me all the time. I need to go check that out. Probably go check out a Canes game too at some point because I want to come see you guys. Here in the Atlanta area, that's our two closest teams. Uh, Nashville just put everything they could into making the playoffs, which was great until you run up on the number one team, otherwise known as the Buzzsaw. Colorado won the series four games to none. Now they didn't completely, completely railroad uh, Nashville. Uh, game two was only two to one. Game four was five to three. Uh, but when you run up on a team that scores seven goals and two goals in overtime, uh seven goals again, and then five goals. It's uh, not a lot you can do about it. Congratulations to Colorado for moving on, moving on and advancing. And uh, congratulations to Nashville. Once again, a lot of people, including myself, had you kind of counted out, and you proved us wrong. So congratulations on, on making the playoffs, and look forward to what you guys do. Like I said, you're one of the closest teams. to us, so people that are looking for a team, I always suggest you guys first, Nashville and Carolina. Um, The Minnesota Wild, the two-seed, took on the three-seed St. Louis Blues. Usually you get closer matchups with the two and the three, and you kind of did. This went six games. St. Louis won game one, four, five, and six. They got on a roll towards the end. Minnesota did win games two and three see, were those, what were those games? Game two was, okay, it was a home and away game. I was going to see if maybe they won both games at home. Uh, But Minnesota's another team that a lot of people don't give them a lot of credit. They ended up being the two seed, one of the two seeds. And uh, they actually were really, really solid the entire year. Not just because they were two seed, I'm not just saying that because they're there, no. They the Wild are a team that people often forget about that there's a team in Minnesota, but they're kinda like they're they're to a point in Nashville. They have a very rabid fan base. They are notorious for having great tough players. They just ran up on the Blues. The Blues who a couple years ago were last place in in, on January first and won the Stanley Cup in June. And that was three years ago because Tampa Bay is the back-to-back champs at the moment. But uh, good for St. Louis. St. Louis uh, advances. We will get into who they face here in a minute. Actually, Colorado and St. Louis are going to face each other. Make it that easy. That's going to be a fun series because Colorado may be big and brash and flashy, But St. Louis is built to contend with that. With all that firepower. So we're gonna we're gonna see. Let's see. We still got still well. thinking goal? Yeah. Jordan Bennington is an all world goalie. So if that's if he can stay healthy, then uh, he's he's gonna stand a, a pretty good chance. Against stopping the the firepower of uh, Nate McKinnon, uh, Landis Gog, uh, Rantanen. They're just loaded. They're just loaded in Colorado. But uh, that's going to be a fun series. We'll talk about that one um, in a minute because which ones? Let me look real quick which one started. Okay. That's not what started today. Also in the West, Calgary, the number one seed, defeated the Dallas Stars, who were the first wild card. Remember I said Nashville was the second. This one went seven games. Uh, Calgary wins game one. They get out to uh, a pretty good start. They win that one one to nothing. Then the Stars come back and they win game two two to nothing. You're like, okay, we've got a series. Yeah, little do we know that uh, we were drastically underrating this. Four to two stars in game three. The Flames come back and go four to one in game four. So here we are again. We're 2-2. Going to game five, the Flames take that one three to one. The Stars come back in game six at home, and they win that one four four to two. And then in overtime, yep, another game seven overtime. Three to two flames for them to advance. Now, the Stars are another team that a lot of people don't give a lot of credit to. But they're a good team. And they're battle ready. And in being battle ready, they took on the number one seed, Calgary, who a lot of people thought were going to be like Colorado and just run slap over. Well, that was not the case. Not the case at all. Uh, Calgary moving forward. Calgary, moving forward, are going to hope to get production, um, get more production from uh, Lynn Holm. Definitely Kachuk. Or Kachuk, I'm not sure how to say their name, and Lucic. Those guys are, are going to have to produce a lot to keep them in the series because Calgary is going to take on the winner of the series. Edmonton, the two seed, versus the L.A. Kings, the three. Now, L.A. is another one. Off to a weird start. A lot of people say, well, the team they had built before, all those aging veterans, well, they're getting old now. They're not aging veterans. They're old veterans. To which King said, "Oh, contraire mon frere. This thing goes all the way to, to uh, seven games. And the Edmonton Oilers take it. The Edmonton Oilers, led by the arguably best player in the game, Connor McDavid. Right now, it's hard to argue. Some years, uh, if you said Crosby or Ovechkin, I would still give you that. If you said Austin Matthews from Toronto, I would give you that. Uh, I, you know, there's a lot of arguments to be made. You could say, you could say Nate McKinnon in Colorado. I wouldn't argue, but for the sake of this argument. Connor McDavid is currently the best player in the game. And he le- and he led the Edmonton Oilers to a round one victory. Let's go to the East. Where the Florida Panthers, who are kind of a surprise team. And when I say surprise team, they've been good in recent years. But for the casual hockey fan. It's hard to, to remember or imagine the last time they were on top like this. They, uh, The Washington Capitals and Ovechkin, who I just mentioned, took them all the way to six games. But, you know, it's kind of tough. They split the first four games, and then Florida wins five and six, game over, for Washington. Now, Capitals are kind of in an interesting spot. Because they have aging veterans, they have a team getting older. You know, TJ Yoshi is is still doing well. TJ Yoshi, rather not Yoshi. They are at an interesting spot where they keep doing well, but outside of their one win a couple years ago, their one cup win, it's um they keep bowing out a little early. So we'll see what they do going forward. But Florida's the one. Who advances? And they're led by uh, Aaron Eckblad, uh, Jonathan Huberdeau, who is another one. If you want to say Jonathan Huberdeau is one of the better players in the game, I will not argue with that either. They were able to trade and get Jerome right towards the end. That's going to pay dividends. He not only had uh, a bunch of points in this one, but he has the leadership. All those years in Philly, he has the leadership that that could take them to to uh, could take them to the finals. Florida is is an early favorite for sure. Um, now to a series that uh, saddens me. Because for people new to the show, my favorite teams. Even though we talk a lot of Canes and we talk a lot of Predators being the local show, I mean the local teams. Um, I am a Vegas Golden Knight and Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Yes, I have two teams. I've only found one person to have a problem with that, and I'm not that concerned with it. Uh, my Toronto Maple Leafs, the number two seed. Lost in seven games to the back-to-back champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm just sad that they're out. I, I don't... Yeah, there was some referee calls here and there, but it is what it is. It's the... I say it all the time on any of the shows. It's just like what Dana White says to his MMA fighters. If you let it go to the hands of the judges, then you get what you get. So... You could say, well, these calls were a little embellished or a little this or that. Well, you put yourself in a situation where they could be called, and so they called them. I can't fault the referees for that. I can't fault Tampa Bay for that. I can't. I, I could. I guess I could fault a little of all three. Uh, Toronto for putting themselves in those situations. Uh, Tampa Bay for maybe creating some of those situations at times. Today is hockey. They want it fair and square. They're not cheating, nothing like that. Uh, sorry, Greg Kaplan, they are not cheating this time. But this thing went all the way to seven games. So, yeah, I'm a little sad that that Toronto's out, but good for Tampa Bay. They're looking to do something that I don't know has ever been done in hockey. If so, it had to be the Canadians way back in the day, because I think even the Red Wings didn't win three in a three in a row. Had to be the Canadians back in the day. I mean, could have been the Oilers, I guess, but probably not. But Tampa Bay advances after winning 2-4-6 Game 7. And so we get Florida versus Tampa Bay. We get the Battle of, of the State of Florida. That's going to be fun. The, number one, the other number one seed, the Carolina Hurricanes, took on the Boston Bruins. After splitting the first four games, game five goes to Carolina, game six goes to Boston, game seven goes to the Carolina Hurricanes. Congratulations to all the fans up there and and, uh, some of my friends in the media with the team up there. Uh, Hope you guys are all doing well. Hope to visit you guys this upcoming season. Uh, Carolina is a team that is very gritty. They don't mind getting in the trenches and trading blows. Um, At times, I wish they would just dominate people, but they they play like their coach played and coaches. Their coach is Rod Brendamore. He was a very gutty, gritty player. He was not afraid to get in there and mix it up and be physical and fight for every last point. Nothing wrong with that at all. They went against a physical Boston team. Um, in the next round, they are going to get uh, another pretty physical team that we will talk about in a second. But uh, would it surprise me if Florida and Carolina were playing for the right to go to the Stanley Cup in the East Division, East side? Not at all. It also wouldn't surprise me if Tampa Bay's in there somewhere. But uh, as, as much fight as Boston had, Carolina just had that extra little bit took the series. Now to the last series the New York Rangers the number two seed took on the number three seed Pittsburgh Penguins Pittsburgh fans I will give you partial arguments here but here is also the thing about the partial argument your partial argument saying that oh injuries and uh, if Crosby doesn't get the uh, concussion head injury that they kept him out of, what, game six and maybe game seven? I can't remember if he played that one or not. But uh, the fact that I can't remember means he probably didn't do much if he did. Uh, I'll give you the injury part a little bit, but the Rangers already kind of had your number before. I mean, you got to think. Pittsburgh, you won game one, lost game two. Then you won three and four. You had a three-to-one series lead all you had to do was win one game and instead the rangers won game five they won game six and they won game seven you kind of lose uh, you lose your argument there uh, anytime Panarin or uh, chris kreider capo or ryan reeves adding Ryan Reeves and still having Zbigniew Jad, they they become a more complete team. So the Rangers advance. The Rangers get the Carolina Hurricanes. What a uh, fantastic second round we're going to have. And tonight, uh, the Lightning and the Panthers are in the second period tied one-to-one. It was one-to-nothing a minute ago, so the Lightning have even that. And also tonight, the Blues and Avalanche will have puck drop around 9.30. I believe all these games are on TNT locally here in Atlanta. Uh, NHL Network may have them, NHL app. Various places like that might. need to check and figure that out. Um, Oilers-Flames will be 9.30 tomorrow. That, season, that series will kick off tomorrow. And Rangers-Hurricanes will be the 7 o'clock game. Of the teams left, my prediction is that Florida will beat Tampa Bay in probably six games because Tampa is, is uh, going to stick around. They've got the firepower to go head-to-head with Florida. They're very familiar with Florida. They're only a couple hours apart. But I'm going to pick the Florida Panthers to win in six. Oh, by the way, in my ESPN Pick'em Leagues, um, doing pretty good. I had about a 97% accuracy in my picks, I believe. So uh, got real lucky on that one, but I'm a pretty decent picker. Uh, also in the East to face Florida, I think the Carolina Hurricanes will beat the New York Rangers also in six games. Wouldn't surprise me if that went seven. Wouldn't surprise me if that went five. Uh, But I see Carolina in six to get Florida versus Carolina. I think that's the matchup that I want to see. Maybe it's the one you want to see. Either way, drop us a line. Tell us who you would rather win. If if there's a different lineup or if you like that one. In the West, I think Colorado is going to have just enough – Just slightly more offense than the Blues can handle. I think Colorado is going to win probably, and I hate to do this to St. Louis, but I'm going to say that Colorado is going to win in five games. And I will say the only time I will not pick a one seed, I actually think the Edmonton Oilers, led by Connor McDavid, I think they're going to upset the Flames probably in six games, maybe seven. I'll say seven. I'll say seven. I think this goes back and forth. But to get Colorado versus Edmonton, I think it could be a fantastic matchup. A lot of young stars, a lot of heavy offense, a lot of exciting, just all-over-the-place action. And then Florida versus Carolina, you're going to see some of that action, but there's a lot of defense on those teams and a lot of uh a lot of physicality, but it's fun. It's it's hockey season, folks. It's always hockey season, but especially here on board check. Hopefully, you get a chance to tune in to some of these games. I'm going to I'm going to flip one of them on just as soon as we uh, get done here. This has been another edition of Board Check. We will probably do a show. If not weekly, it will be. It will be at the end of each round before the next round starts, kind of like we did this one, and uh, then we'll do a finale there at the end, and uh, maybe do something special with that. But this has been another edition of Board Check. I'm Jeremy, the Impact York. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to talking a lot more hockey with you guys in the future. But we will see you guys. Uh would say next week, but could be next show. So I will say see you next time. Go watch hockey. Deuces, gooses.